Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of Bright Time, which features my youngest brother, Eric. And as you would expect, when two brothers get together to talk about the old times, we started um, talking about growing up together in our one-bedroom apartment in the Bronx. And then we moved on to some college stories. And then we spent a good amount of time discussing Eric's job as a meteor buyer, and more importantly, all the perks that he's gotten over the years as a result of that job, including meeting numerous celebrities and going out on a lot of fantastic trips. So um, we had a lot to talk about, and uh, we really enjoyed, uh, you know, instead of just talking like we normally did, doing it in this podcast format. So I really think you're going to enjoy Eric, and without further ado, I give you my brother, Eric. What does a man with a lot of interesting friends and some time in his hands do? He starts a podcast. Welcome to Bry Time, a sit-down with a different person from Brian's inner circle. So get ready. It's Bry Time. Hey, Eric. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. So um, <laughs> this is an odd format for you and I. Because you're my brother. It feels very a little confrontational oh, across from me like It that. will be. I'm viewing this as a cross-examination. <laughs> but, you know, for, for us, you know, we're brothers, so we don't – I usually don't interview you. That's true. I usually just growing up, beat you up, as we'll get right. into later on. Uh, well, you have helped me on some job interview <laughs> questions, but not like this. <laughs> That's right. And as for the beating up part, this will be good because I got some criticism from Tim's podcast and others that, you know, you, you advertise all these fights you're going to talk about, and then when the stories come – there's there's not a single punch thrown. No they're not even fights at all. So that's kind of false and you know false advertising. But you can actually talk about getting beat up a lot. Yes, I can. <laughs> I certainly can. Oh, but I, but I deny that. Well, I know you're gonna. I talk. mean, I mean, you should deny that. <laughs> but I've lived through it. And you're gonna tell an actual story of getting beat up. Absolutely. By me. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So, um, like the Alfie podcast, um, I can't really start with, you know. Tell me how you grew up because, you know, I mean, obviously you will talk about how you grew up, but we grew up together. We were brothers. That is true. And as far as I look, we're still brothers, right? Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> Just careful. You know, you can pause before you answer. I want you to not make any mistakes. But you are four years younger than me, approximately. So I started for four good years without you. Right. And then you came. Right. And um, Would that be the wonder years? <laughs> yeah, it's something, exactly. And you came. And I remember the first time I met you, calling you Joel. Yes. Um, why would I call you Joel? <laughs> Not too many people in this world would. Uh, so, apparently when I was born, uh, mom and dad had made had wanted to call me Joel. And then they realized that it couldn't be. It had to be after an E. I think it was Aunt, uh, Edna. They wanted right? to name me after right? one of our deceased relatives. One of our deceased relatives. And uh, Roy Israel, a good friend of theirs, was the one that actually, like, Made all the changes uh, going into the name, but to this, well, not to this day, but but, but you, they named you Joel. They named me Joel for two days, and, and it was on the birth certificate. It was on the birth certificate. Do you have that birth certificate? I do not. That would be like gold. I would sell that on eBay. That, for I was going to say that would be like a rare rookie card or something. Two or three dollars I could get for that, probably. <laughs> I could get five, five bucks, five. Let's yeah, go five, five bucks. Uh, so, uh, so you were Joel for a couple for days. Joel for a couple days, and to to the point of when he passed away, he would always call me call me Joel. Um, Wherever we went, Roy Israel. Roy Israel. Yeah, always. No one else would ever call me Joel, but but he did. But, but he, he did. Was he, so um, he's the one. So um, I don't remember calling you Joel. I was four. I don't remember you coming home. 
Um, but you did come home. I did come home. And where's home? Where was home for us? 2180 Bronx Park East, so apartment 4B as and boy. All right. So, t- <laughs> so tell uh, tell the audience a little bit about that. Uh, really? No, that was... <laughs> uh, so it's a yellow apartment building across from the Bronx Zoo. Uh, and the odd thing about that is that I had only been to the Bronx Zoo twice before leaving the Bronx. Never really went to the Bronx Zoo. Are you kidding? Yeah. You... One was on a school trip. And then the other one was probably with, with, with family. I find that very odd because you <laughs> so know, do I. You know, well, you know <laughs> that me and Adam and my friend Doug, we lived in the zoo. Like that was a playground yeah. for us. Yeah. Where, where, where were you? I was probably home with mom or being left home you were while left, mom was somewhere else. Left out again. Left, <laughs> left out, out again. again. That's right. when it started. That's it, well, it had to start. Too. So, so we grew up in that building, grew apartment four B. Yep. What was that apartment like? Uh, it was. Considered a big, it was really a, a one-bedroom apartment. We turned it into two, where the master bedroom was this humongous room, maybe like 20 by 15, 20 by 20. And then, By the way, I suspect if you went back now, it would be very small. It would look like a normal-sized <laughs> room. Normal-sized room. Right. Uh, and then we, uh, I guess mom and dad had built a wall between the kitchen and the dining room. The kitchen and dinette. Dinette so, room. So they created right. like a little tiny closet right. of a room. Which was their bedroom. So yeah. they put the three of us into this one big room, yep. and uh, yeah, we lived our lives. I mean, Adam, we're on a high riser up and down, and you had your own. You took out the high riser, the bottom you, piece. You mean the pull out? Yeah, the pull out. You yeah. you took that out, and you had your own bed. That was your like having yeah. your own room, but you had your own bed. Yeah, it, it, I'm sure people would viewing that view me as living in luxury <laughs> with my two younger brothers, one bathroom for the five of us. Yes, um, but you know, obviously, that's all we knew from. That's all so, we And it's not like we were visiting friends with ha- homes. Correct. Uh, I mean, that happened once in a while, and we thought we were in mansions where we were in, like, little ranch homes. But for the most part, this was normal to us. And I, I think the first time I actually visited a friend's house that where I stayed over was Rich Ritholtz out in right. Long Island. And it was so like, the comparison of that. Yeah, yeah. It was and like, wait, why are we living like I, this? Yeah, people live <laughs> like this at home. Um, do you remember? Um, so what would happen? We would grow up, and Mom kind of did her own thing, right? That would work often evenings would be out. So we were left alone a lot at a very yes, young were. age. So what you know, what was that like? Yeah, I wouldn't call us the latchkey kids, but we were semi latchkey kids, right? What was latchkey kids? I don't remember. It's where the, you would left the home alone and you'd have the latchkey on it and you would have to have that on your you wouldn't want to open it up to anybody. So oh, like, you mean like a little chain? Yeah, the, the chain. Yeah. So that's... we would chain. Mom would leave and say, "Chain the door." Yeah, chain the door, and she did that. And and that was relevant. And then she felt and she felt comfortable. <laughs> yeah, so it was only the Bronx in the seventies <laughs> burning down around us, but um. But we there was a reason not to open the door because someone did come to our door often. Yes. Who was that? <laughs> that was our downstairs neighbor. So tell uh, us about the lady the, downstairs. The mean lady we, downstairs. But that was her name, the lady right, downstairs. That's right. uh, so mom would go out for coffee like 6.30, 7 o'clock. How old are we when this is happening? I want to say I was maybe 10, 11. No, younger. No. You think I was 16 years old and we were running around playing sports? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, you were like okay. four. Maybe, no, I don't know about four or five, but maybe five. Five, six. Let's okay. say five, six. You could edit that. Okay. Uh, five, six. And basically, we would play basketball in the in our room. There was a dresser, a long dresser. And then right above that, we had a mirror that we attached the, the, hoop. the, the Nerf hoop to. And we would just play basketball. The, the, uh, or anything. Like or the, anything, the, right? The bedroom was like and an arena. And we would play for about 10, 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden, you hear, boom, boom, boom. Three knocks on the broom from the, the lady downstairs. The lady, she would brush her knock up, and they were they, they were they were angry knocks. Oh, they were very angry. Knocks. You could just tell. 
I'm surprised it didn't come up through the right floor. Right through the floor. I mean, really, if it was so, a... <laughs> so we would quiet. We'd get scared. There's little kids, scared. no parents in the house. And we quiet down for how long? A Ten, minute? Five, five minutes. <laughs> five, five minutes. And we keep playing. And then we keep playing. And then boom, boom, boom. And we, I, think, I think we after the third time, we would stop. I think Usually. We were, but sometimes yeah. if sometimes it was bad, would, and, what, and and what would happen She then? would come up to... She would come, come up, up, knock on the door, ring the doorbell. No, it was more than that. She wasn't just knocking. She was screaming. Well, I mean... Once we answered, she had to... Well, we never answered. We just hit. We cowered. <laughs> no, no, we would say. <laughs> but she would, she would scream like a mad woman. She, she you remember was, that? She was definitely screaming. And that scared us. <laughs> you kids! Yeah. What are you doing? I'm telling your parents. This and that. <laughs> We're like, go find them. So, yeah, that was... At times, it was traumatic. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're trying to have a childhood. You're trying to play. You're in an apartment, though. What are you going to do? Well, we're really, just kids you know? having yeah. fun with three exactly. boys. Obviously, so, I was only five. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but also, when we weren't playing basketball and you were, um, sometimes we'd get into altercations, me, you, and Adam, right? Yes. And, yes. I, and you know, there's a lot of disagreement on this, and I don't think we'll ever resolve it. But what do you recall what happened sometimes when mom would leave? Uh, I, I recalled it as, you know, as soon as the door <laughs> slammed, uh, I think about two minutes later, we would be rough, wrestling around something going on in the in the bedroom, uh, and the roughhousing just got escalated, 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 uh, and somehow it was always I'd say about ninety percent of the times, ninety five percent of the times, you and Adam versus me. I think at, you know, Adam <laughs> Adam did that for safety reasons on his survival. part. Yeah, so, survival. Why right? would we need the team up to beat a little tiny brother of a run? To this day, that, I still. That, that's I would like remember. to ask you that question. Well, well, well that's funny because you're not remembering it correctly. This is right out of the uh, Odd Couple episode where Felix and Oscar and then Blanche all remember New Year's Eve differently. Of course, we, I've just dated so. myself. So you remember being beat up, little kid being beat up, two older brothers. Yeah. When well, one of, well, uh, but me and Adam would also go on you. Okay. We, fair, fair. Okay. Fair so, is fair. So right. we would also team up on you okay. as well. And uh, but often. It would get out of hand, as you say. Yes. Um, or you say so. Yes. And you would start crying. crying. I would crying, start crying. crying. And this was... And this was a couple weeks ago, this right? when I was like three. I was going to go younger than the other 33, story. I thought. 33. There okay. you go. 40 years. You were not three years over. No. I, uh, no. I, I would say about like, like six, five, six, seven years Whatever old. Whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. And it would it would be every single... My mom went out five days a week. Wait, wait. To go so you, wait let me see if I say <laughs> You remember this as getting beat up five, six times a week. Well... I'd say you took a day off. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait to get Adam on Adam the podcast. Bring him on. <laughs> you th- because this is insanity. You think mom would have left? Did you? Did you have any bruises on you? Did you? I mean, what no. Was, it was a lot of it. Uh, so forms of torture. Form, forms of torture that couldn't be seen by you know by, by the, the, naked the red eye. by the Red Cross when they would send their <laughs> exactly. observer. Uh, the tennis fart can. The tennis fart can. Why, why did you tell? Why did you tell? But wait, that was started off as fun. That wasn't just a no, form no, of torture. Oh yeah, no, that was that started off as fun. All right, you by turned way, it by, into by, torture. By, 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 <laughs> all right, well, by the way, this is a family podcast, so instead of farts, a, the, the the tennis flagellant can. What? Flagellant. Okay, That's please tell me. tell our audience flagellant. about the tennis flagellant can. <laughs> so the tennis flagellant can. So we had a can of tennis balls, and we would empty it out, and one of us. Would fart into the can, and immediately we'd pass gas. I think is the term. I'm oh, sorry, I keep saying pass gas. Let's do that. Pass into gas, the can. and literally sealed it up. 
as fast as we could. Because it was, I guess we realized that a, a can, if you think of a tennis can, it's very airtight. Yes. So we figured maybe you could do maybe that. Maybe you can. I don't even know where that even came from, like the thought well, process. Well, we were such you know, genius kids, <laughs> scientifically minded. We were always experimenting. All right. I'll let you lead on that for <laughs> okay. science. Yeah. Uh, but, and so we would wait anywhere between like two weeks to like three to four weeks even. Or months. Right? To, to open this thing up. And it would be like a... To- like, we were curious to right, see what just, would it be like. Right. And that's where... It started was a curiosity test. Yes. It wasn't the, that's not where the torture came in. Okay. Curiosity test. And we then we would open it, and the three of us we'd be hovering over it to see is it still in see, there. Is it still in? And also, and we're like, oh my god! It was like death fell it, on it. It was like no different it than was, the moment it came out of no. whoever took us. It came out of. <laughs> so so we we proved the, the experiment worked. In Our, fact, they are airtight. So what are you talking about torture? So I think it's kind of like when like. Something is invented for good, and all of a sudden the military or someone would come in. Right? <laughs> and all of a sudden it got used for bad, bad, bad. How could it be used for me? On you, of course. Uh, so basically, you would pin me down. Adam, get the get the tennis can. <laughs> and Adam hesitantly, I have to admit, he hesitantly did, but he knew if he didn't, that he could be the one being. So was it, let me see. Down. So you're basically equating Adam to like the guy in the concentration camp who was a guard. It's like he didn't want to do it, but he did it anyway. Right, I think so. To, and that could not get it on him. And he's morally excused for that. I think. So okay, and I, I forgive him for the. Yeah. I'm, I'm letting you tell your story, and I'm not saying any of it's true. But no, 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 this is a podcast, no. and you're my guest. Yes, I, I appreciate that. That's, so you you believe you were held down? I believe. How do we get a can? Down. And then what would happen? And then the can would be opened up right on me, like my face. And, and what happened? Tor- it was that's I, I think that's where the start uh, crying began. Okay. <laughs> well, 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 I don't know if that's true or not true. <laughs> was there any other torture? We might as well get it all out. Is there any? Sure. You know the the the, the spit up game. Where you what would, was a game? How would a game be torture? It was a game in your eyes. Okay, so <laughs> I'm trying not to leave a crust of that's right now. You would name it spit torture. I called it the spit fun game. Yeah, spit what, fun was, game. what was spit torture? So this, again, being pinned down. Jesus, and that's Brian, terrible. Brian, this is something you, you know, I guess you would take pride in. You probably would. <laughs> but basically would, would do this whole phlegm up, this whole loogie in your mouth and everything. And you would drip it out a little bit, drip it out, suck it back up. Before, and so it, over you, yeah, over me, over yes, your face. Yes. So it would look like it's going to drop on you, right? Exactly. And I and I would pull it back up. You pulled it up back up. What a guy! Great. You were a great guy until <laughs> it didn't. Are you saying I intentionally would have got to go, or sometimes it was accidents? I think sometimes accidents and sometimes intentionally. I think once you realize it, the first time it was an accident, you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. and then I was like, wait, wait, this could be a good thing. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, so you, I la- I could laugh about it all day now. Back then, it oh, was torture. Well, you were laughing about it. Well, this is the funny. I'll tell a quick story. From my 50th birthday, we went to New Orleans, and you came down with a bunch of my friends as well. And during the last dinner, we went around the table, and everyone gave a little short speech um, about me. And basically, the arc of the speech was very similar for most people. It was something like they'd make fun of me and tell some jokes about me, which was all good and fun. But Isn't it that would. What I did? Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> and they would always. It would end. With then saying, but but I love Brian. He's been my friend or my relative with this for all these years. And to, to Brian on his 50th. And everyone kind of followed that, which is kind of a normal speech anyone would give. You were kind of last. And I remember your speech. And it sounds a lot like the podcast. <laughs> the, the pod, the basically speech we'll get into was, the good stuff later. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> it was basically, if I remember correctly, your speech was basically, I lived with Brian. I grew up in that one bedroom. And he used to torture me. And he used to do this. And he used to do that. And it was terrible. <laughs> and I'm still traumatized. And... It ended that way. <laughs> the, the the second part of the arc never came. <laughs> I thought I could. I, I almost positive. I had said. I wish someone had recorded that. Yes. I remember that. You know, the days after. I'm like, wait. I 
I thought I said you got like, a lot of ribbing for it. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, but I had thought in my head, I had said, "But he's a great brother. You can you can depend on him. He would yeah, be there for you." Yeah. No, I did not say that. I think you were so worked <laughs> up letting this all out after so many be, years. So uh, yeah, so that was funny, but. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get Adam on, and he'll he'll either. Yes, I think he's. Yeah. I, I don't want to argue with you about no, any of absolutely. these things. I mean, we'll be on that, of course. But uh, I I would like to just blanket denial until Adam gets on. That's fine. And then we'll, that we'll, is fair we'll, enough. We'll, he'll 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 call the, it out. The Adam, lawyer still comes out. Of we we love Adam, and Adam <laughs> doesn't lie, right? That's true. So, that is true. So Adam will tell it <laughs> to as, a fault. So we say it. But um, another, one last story about the torture. Whatever torture <laughs> of you did go on, I will admit you were crying a lot because you, I would call you a crybaby, but. Let's say mom was gone for two and a half yes, hours. Yes. You know, maybe this incident that you're referring to happened in the first 20 minutes. You were crying. And then we're playing Atari, watching yeah. video oh, games. Yeah, absolutely. You were fine, fine. as fine can be. Totally and then Eric would, he, Eric, would, Eric would hear the keys <laughs> of the door opening with mom coming in. And he turned on the waterworks like he just got beat up a moment ago. Yes. And then mom would come in and start beating yes. the crap out of me. Yes. I mean, I had to. I mean. But isn't that kind of wrong, too? Like, you were faking it, so I would get a beating. Because of the torture I had So you thought you were justified. Yeah, I think in that case I was But there was some acting involved there. Would you admit that? Yes. Yes. It was embellishment. Let's not call it acting. Embellishment. So you're embellishing, which is another form of lying. (laughs) So you were lying then, but are you lying now too? No, I am not. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, you know, we had a good childhood, right? I think we did. Uh, You know, one thing I definitely like to talk about, you know, mom was not always the best cook. She cooked three, three things, three or four things. She wasn't cooking well. the Burger King, that stuff in the no, King of the Burger King wrappers? <laughs> okay. we, we were regular elsewhere. Yeah. But uh, the best, you know, steakums. She didn't make great steakums. Yeah, she cooked some good steakums. But by the way, you, you know, have, I don't know if you've ever cooked them on your own. I have. They're, they're pre-made and pre-packaged. You just, you just heat them up. Just heat them up. And so I don't the know best, you know but, this. But you're about to, you're, our mom who died six months ago, you're trying to, you know, say something complimentary, and you just said on the podcast, she cooked great steakums. <laughs> No, you That's went, the best you, you went with steakums. That wasn't one of the ones I was going to talk about. I didn't about. say the word steakum. <laughs> I, I can play this back. You no, no, no. Steakum. But you had said that she, that she just cooked them and heated them up. Yes. Oh, you were going to tell a story. But I'm yes, saying, I, I think our, any listener who knows steakums would know. Did you know that they're still selling them? I did. I had. Not, I just found this out a couple of months ago yeah. in the supermarket. I like, think I, I bumped into. And they're like eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the heck? Well, you, <laughs> I'm sure they weren't eight bucks back then. Did you buy them? No, I did not. Okay. I, I what what else? Did Mom had some specialty. She was. Mom, uh, it was the pasta shells. Yep. Great, great tuna fish. Great tuna fish. Like refine it, like with the she with the mush it and mush it with the the metal from the can. She'd like mush that up. Yep. Yep. Uh, coleslaw was great. She, she did make a mean. Uh, and please don't forget the main one. We've already talked about it in an earlier podcast. The, the egg salad. Oh, the egg salad, yes. The egg, the egg salad, salad yes. Jesus. The egg, that was really She's rolling enough. in a grave right now. And while she didn't make the, this next food, it's the Dinevsky. What is the Dinevsky fa- family <sighs> tradition food? Oh, the, the rainbow cookies? Rainbow cookies. Of course, rainbow cookies. We all and love rainbow bars, cookies. Gel bars. Jelly rings. Jelly, jelly rings. rings. you got to refriger- refrigerate them. Yes, they you do. They taste so much yes, better. Yes, you do. So, um, so we grew up, you know... I guess we grew up in the Bronx in a small apartment, but you know we didn't know any better. We liked it. We we enjoyed it. And then, when when I was eighteen and you were fourteen, uh, we moved. And I went to college, so I never really felt like moving. But you moved. You we did, moved to Yonkers. And you know you, what prompted or one was one of the catalysts to get us to move? Did one of us get mugged or something? Right here. You got mugged. I got mugged. Which story is this? Because uh, there was multiple mugging stories. That's, that's true. Unfortunately, uh, this one. Well, this was a one time. I, I I got mugged. I know with Adam and Doug, but with me. You no, just pick I'm up like, the pace, you go past I, I, him. I did pick up the pace in this manner, and also now I turn around and I see him come running at me. Okay. He's coming around, like, I just, f- had, like, okay. what else is he going to do? Okay. And meanwhile, there's an older gentleman walking by with a cane, and I'm like, okay. help me, help me. Guy 
just kept walking. Okay. Son of a... In so a this bus. guy catches you and what Catches happens? me, puts a knife to me. Oh, oh, that's right. He had yeah, a, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Put a knife to me. And like, give me all your Chinese food? No, he's like, give me your money. And I'm like, uh, and he took like, it was like seven bucks or whatever the leftover was. gave him the seven bucks? Eric, yeah. you got a five figure. I'm just saying. I, and then you came I home. wasn't like you, Bri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. like you. The non-fighter. Uh, the beer muscles didn't kick in until later. <laughs> so you go home, you're crying. So I go crying, of course. It's not. And I think we moved like five, six months later. Yeah, I don't know if there was a causal relationship. I, I, but I think there might have been. Well, I'd know, like to think so. We all have stories. You know, I remember <laughs> not probably around the same time, maybe uh, definitely younger, you know, someone offered me pot when I was 12. Dad was pissed. Around the Globe Theater, Because you didn't take it? or <laughs> No, just the idea that, you know, some yeah. someone's approaching a 12-year-old to give him pot, sell him pot. That wasn't, it wasn't the best. Uh, but we didn't move in the <laughs> next the next week either there. Yeah, it was, so, it was, you know, it was the neighborhood was changing. So uh, so that was the childhood in the Bronx. We should probably, I mean, we can obviously, as brothers, we have more stories. But as long as we sure. hit the rainbow yeah. cookie story, which, right, I, yeah. which we did, yeah. I could talk about your fear of dogs. <laughs> and how little chihuahuas make you jump on cars. They do, they but do. I, but I want my podcast to look, podcast guests to look good, so I'm not going to bring that up. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, you know, but I, let's switch gears. There's um, there's one topic listeners wanted me to bring up, which is the nickname Angry Eric. Angry? I, I don't get it. Well, let me see if I can explain <laughs> it. Um, you have a reputation, unfortunately, for getting angry sometimes, and, you know, quick, quick to anger. And, um, you know... We all try to, looking from the outside, he's trying to look at my notes, <laughs> looking from the outside, we're like, what would Eric have to be angry about? you got a great wife, Marlene. Yes, very much so. you got great kids. Yes. Pretty good life. Yeah, pretty good. So, you know, you get angry, and I, I, I don't know who coined the nickname Angry Eric. It might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, well, let's start with, you know, do you, do you agree that there's an Angry Eric? Or? I, I think there are, I, not so much today, but there, I think- is, I, I agree with I that. Think, I think years ago, yes, there was, where- I would be very short-tempered and <laughs> come on, come on, let's you know get through this or, or whatever the situation was. But yes, I would get a little angry. angry. <laughs> and now, and I, I don't know. If, I like to think I contributed to you being. I agree with you. You do seem different to me and less angry. But I think it might be because I used to make fun in the last few years. Yes, I make fun uh, of you being angry. Yes, right? and I think you didn't yeah, like I, that. I, yeah, and I took that to heart. And instead of getting like, angry, right, instead of getting angry, <laughs> you started getting. You, it, it was not. Through stoicism, as what's been no, talked no. about dramatically. Stoicism. On this, who, I mean, who knew the stoicism? I mentioned it once. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, God, we're, we're doing good. We, we're uh, I, we have a lot of time, and I I got a lot of stuff. Right. Is there any Goodman stories you have? When we went to we went to Goodman's, it came up during Jay's, I think, podcast where we would go away for the summers at the Catskills. There's, is there any story that jumps out at you there that's funny or interesting? No, I mean, not so much you related. It was just yeah, that it, was was just, it was just really just like. It was like the freedom, the liberty. I wouldn't call it funny or anything. It was just the freedom of being able to go out. You'd stay out till nine, ten o'clock at night, and I'm at this point anywhere between eight, you know, seven, and remembering. Yeah. And like thirteen years old was my last year there, uh, twelve years old, and you would stay out, and it would be like normal, like totally unsupervised, totally unsupervised, and. We used to go into like we took a hike in the woods once without telling mom. No, they're like don't. Like, but where we, are we going? We were, like, we were, we just we didn't know where we were. We just yeah. went into the forest. We went into the deep woods. into the forest yes, where no sunlight was getting. Where you know there were times where like there, we were calling it quicksand. Right, right. And they you remember were, that? Yeah, I remember that. It was. I mean, I don't think it was actual quicksand because I don't know. If, but we would but sink we would into our waist. Yeah, we would get sunk. Someone, I mean, someone lost a sneaker like <laughs> six feet down, but we would get sunk in there. I, mean, I still think that's. It wasn't quicksand, like as I to this day, I always yeah, you know, it was. I saw a comedian who, who was funny about this. Um, the comedian was making a joke about how when you're a child, 
you know, the things that seem important to you as a child turn out often when you're an adult not to be. And one of the things he said, which was great, is like, you know, given my childhood and the shows that were on in the 70s and 80s, I really thought when I was an adult, I'd have to deal with quicksand a lot more <laughs> than it turned out. Because, you know, every uh, land that was, yeah. the sleep right. you're always getting stuck in quicksand. That's why. Where is this quicksand? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was quick. That was just a mud pit. But, uh, you know, we had, we did have a lot of freedom, whether it was in the Bronx or particularly in the summers. Yeah. We, 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 we roamed. I mean, I think to this day, if you ask anyone that experienced that or went to Goodman's or would, would unequivocally say that was the best time of our lives. Yeah, and not me. You would not. Yeah, I just, you know, I um, I didn't like love the people up there. Okay. Um, eventually, Jay and I became friends, and I, I liked it more there. But, you know, I liked it. But, it, you know, any experience is going to be based on how good your friends are. And you had mm-hmm. a lot of good friends there. Yeah. Some of which you're still friends yeah, with. Yeah, still. And the fact that we went back, what, maybe now about three years ago we went back? Just to see the colony. To see and. It was just so small. Yeah, it was yeah. so small. <laughs> like from going from the our, from our bungalow to yeah. the midsection, I was like, it was maybe about fifty feet. It is funny, and then it seemed like it was like three hundred feet. Or, it, you know, exactly right. Exactly right. That's the whole perception, right? But yeah. Well, can you go back like, to your elementary school and you right. go to the stairwell and you bang your head? It is like <laughs> that. So, I want to skip past. I mean, I never visited you. you were, we were four years apart, so we were. You know, I was I was already out of college when you were starting. Did you you visited me in college? I did once or once. more. It was a great time. You were already in your frat apartment. Tell me, I, I don't remember that. I mean, remember you coming up? Did you come up with cousin Dave, or did you come up alone? I honestly don't think. I don't know. I, I don't, don't remember him being coming Tell, up. But uh, it remind was me about Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. You, okay, so remind me. You, you visited me, in yeah. the, and you stayed in my house. I stayed in your apartment, whatever okay. you, you know, the frat house. And you must be eighteen. 17? Yeah, I want to say about 17. 17, 18. 17 probably 18. senior in high school. Yeah. So you're 17, turning 8. Yeah. You come up, we go see come Dice. Up. It was great seeing Dice. Dice at his, at his, great time. his powers. Coming to your, you know, to your frat house and just seeing how Brian ruled the world there. Did I rule? Did I, did I give them? Can they, you if you didn't, they played, your friends played up to it really nice. I, I don't know if they I, got a, a I, talking to beforehand. I, I looked like a ruler. I love the... Yeah. You definitely did rule the world. And all the any, neon lights and everything. Yeah, it was really was, cool. The bath, section with the bathrooms by the exit. Yeah, we had a cool house yeah, before we tore it apart. Cool. And uh, did you... Um, did we have any parties or anything when you were there? Uh, Did I show you a good time? No, I mean, I think you just had people. It wasn't a designated party party, but you yeah. had a whole bunch of people. It was a, it was a yeah, get house, together. Yeah. Right, ex- okay. exactly. Uh, we went to that. You guys had this little, I wouldn't even call it a diner, but it was a little place. Well, yes, there. it was a diner. It was right? like a, like almost like in a, in a, like a train car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was called Paul's. <laughs> yeah. If you talk, if you want to get on Brian or Lon's good side. Talk about that, please. Talk about Paul's. They, lo- <laughs> they loved it so much that if you, when they get drunk, they would get to go there at midnight and ask Paul. They got friendly with Paul. Can we cook? Can we and they'd go back and cook. They were like, <laughs> oh, they, they went back and they cook. They were not too normal. Uh, yeah, uh, it was a right. great, great experience. Right. Right. I never cool. made it up to Buffalo because yeah, Buffalo was eight hours too away. Far. And I was in law school by then. But um, all right. So we skip over college. And then... You get you come out of college, and event. I don't know what you did early on, but eventually you became what's called a media buyer. A media buyer. In one or two sentences, at most. I don't want to put my money yes. to sleep. What does a media buyer do? I negotiate the rates and, and packages for my clients with the networks. So advertising, for, advertising. Yes. And don't you also doesn't a media buyer in some cases also decide where they should put their money? Yes. Yeah, so that's part of the agreement where we're putting whether we're buying NBC, whether yes. we're buying Fox. So, for example, if your if your main product that your company is handling from an advertising and buying st- standpoint is Clorox, you guys will do your research and decide. Oh, Clorox would be best to put it on at CBS for CS, you know, Boston or CSI, or CSI or and at this time at eight o'clock, and then 
if you got the client to agree, then you would negotiate the purchase at that time. Yep. And that was your job. And that yeah, is your job. That is my job to this day. Now, the best part about your job, and you know, we're gonna talk, <laughs> we're gonna stop here for we're gonna continue here for a little while, is that because you would be buying time on the networks, the networks were constantly wooing you and throwing perks at you because they wanted you to buy time on the networks. So your job, you know, early on, obviously you started low and you weren't making a lot of money. Yep. But it was more than compensated in your mind yes. by the perks you would get. Yep. And by perks, I mean trips around the country to great events like, for example, the Super Bowl. Yes. Or, or um, you know, meeting celebrities what became routine for you. Very much so. And going out to fancy meals. And this... You, just you know, like us going out. No. That's right. Like, <laughs> but really like great perks. So yeah. tell tell us some great perks that you got that anyone would be like, oh my God, that's, okay. that was some awesome. Of, some of them was really cool. Uh, and just so you know, it wasn't just in the United States. It was international as well. Well, excuse me. <laughs> uh, so I think there's three that I immediately come to mind. One was the trip that we took as a me, you, Adam, and Dad going out to uh, Arizona for spring training. For spring training. One of the best trips I've so, ever taken. Let me set this up. You'll tell it all. Yep. But you normally your perks would be often, if not you know, the vast majority for you. But in this one particular one, the Chicago news station um, wanted, you know, was wanted to woo you. And they, they had a spring training thing that said, you come, all expenses paid, and bring whoever you want. Yep. Um, the, you know, you, well, you, yep. they basically you know, those people have to pay their own airfare. Right, exactly. You were being flown out. But, you know, we had a room and we could all pile in and um, and go out. And yeah, they go paid to the for events. me and one person. And then the other two would have to pay for the airfare. So you invited me, Adam, and, and Dad. And dad yeah. And, and so we flew out to, to Arizona. Arizona, yep. To, we broke away for a day, went to the Grand Canyon, which, is which awesome. Dad still talks about to this day. Well, I still ever, right? Remember, it was it was snowing when we got to the yes. Grand Canyon. It was in April. It was snowing. We thought, oh, this what a waste. We just drove two hours for nothing. And just as we parked the car, yep. it cleared out and the canyon became yep. yep. And then when we leave, it it's snowing. all going again. That's right. Uh, that was a great trip. Uh, we got to go to the uh, Cubs spring training game. We met... Sammy Sosa, yeah, we'll and this was that. at the time when his whole big, you know, <laughs> He's home runs, sixty-five home runs. Right, or... It was like like it was nothing, and so he was Sammy Sosa, and uh, and with Mark McGuire, if you wanted to meet any celebrity in baseball, he'd be the biggest right, celebrity. He would, yeah, at the time. And we also met Joe Carter. That's right. Uh, uh, so we we went. So at the tr- spring training game before the game, they took all you boondoggle people, including us, onto the field. Yes. And uh, do you remember Todd Hundley, the Met catcher, was there? Yes. He had been yes. traded to Chicago. And we hated him because he was trading. Right. He was kind of annoying. And he, you know, they had, they gave us baseballs to get autographs. Right. And he kind of looked at us like, you know, do you want an autograph? And we just like walked away. We, walked away. And we actually like, insulted no. him. Like, yeah, I think we did. Like, we, I but, think we did. But the best part of that, you know, we'll get to some more perks we got. But on that day, um, you know, eventually they bring Sammy Sosa out. Yep. Because, you know, all the players are getting warmed up for the game. Sammy Sosa is by himself. But the media guy brings him out because he's such a celebrity. And he comes to our small group of like, 10, 15, yeah. you know, people who are being treated. And he signs, starts signing autographs, yeah. signs your, your jersey. My jersey, yep. And at one point, um, we give him a baseball and um, and we kind of flipped him and he drops and it. And he dropped it. And you, who are so used to dealing with celebrities <laughs> and are so comfortable around him, he drops the baseball <laughs> and, you say, e- and you say, and you say, E6. <laughs> right. And you're just kind of whispering, kind of making a joke, but he but hears. He and he's so thin skinned, <laughs> yeah. he gives you a dirty look. Yes, it looks yeah. like he's not going to sign it because you made a little joke that he dropped yep. the. What a baby. 
He was and, a baby. And as he signed it, he kind of remembered that because it was just like a couple minutes later. Yeah. And like in the picture I have, like someone took a picture of me getting it signed on. Yep. And, and I'm cra- I'm like laughing You're in the laughing. picture. And you, you know, he, <laughs> he just, was not. He's just out. What a baby. Like, yeah. That was, I mean, I was like, my It was God. very funny. Yeah, E6. That was, a, that was classic. But, you know, th- the rest of the story that's memorable is, you know, we went out, they took you out to dinners and they let us tag along. So yeah. if the dinners were free and all you can eat, and it was great. Dad had a hundred oysters, and he was still talks about Somebody it. Somebody else had a hundred oysters. Exactly. We all. So we, we, that was a great trip. So yeah. what? Tell some others. Tell some celebrity. Like you, you have a picture in your house with hundreds of photos of you by yourself with celebrities. Yeah. But just do you have any ones you can narrow it down to? Just a great celebrity story too. Great. I have one that I'm going to tell. Okay. It's about a woman. So if you start talking about it, I won't. I'll stop you. But tell whatever you remember. RG by any chance? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, so one is with uh, Scott Wolf from Party of Five. Mm-hmm. So this was one. Of, so Fox was always known as having the big social party. It was the last. The last day It was the Thursdays. Rounded out the whole. Bringing all of, the media people yeah, like you. Bringing yeah. And at the time, Party of Five was the big show. Was a big show. Yes. This that, is that along with this fifty-six years ago, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. And so I just remember, you know the. Party wound down around 11 o'clock, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of us went off across the street, and I somehow got there, you know, later on by myself. I'm still there, and Scott Wolf is there with his friend. He's the star of the show. He's the, the star show. of the show, one uh, of the stars, yeah. uh, Party Five. One of the Party of Five. Okay. One of the Party Five. And we're at Josephine's across the street from Lincoln Center over okay. there, and just chums up to me, and we're just talking, talking, and I'm out till 3 o'clock in the morning with Scott Wolf and his friend. I don't remember that one. And just, uh... I, I thought the Party of Five story was going to be, you went out, you alone, with the Party of Five. Well, five of them. <laughs> no, no, I did not make it to, I okay. didn't make it to there. Do you have any bigger celebrities uh, that are actually Michael people Michael J. Fox was one where I was really, truly starstruck about. Through oh. the years, I get, you kind of like get immune to it. Okay, oh. here I go, yeah. you know, okay. But, but meeting him... Being a you know Back to the Future fan, Family yeah. Ties fan, meeting him and everything, and, and, this and when, before... when and when you would meet these people, it wasn't like a often it was a quick photo, but often it also was yeah, you talking, were hanging out with yeah, them, just talking they, to they, them, and they, everything. They, their job was to kind of hang out with you. Yeah, and probably the worst part of their job. <laughs> probably they're like ever. Can I get out of here? Can I ever? I've been doing this three hours. Can I get out of here? Their is turning and saying, "Somehow I, I'm never doing this again." Talking, I, to this I felt like I connected with them because one, I watch a lot of TV and yes, a lot of movies. Yes, you so, do. You are a so kind of with a TV that, guy. I would see them in obscure roles early on in their careers, and you could bring it up. And I, I loved you, up and they loved it. I loved you in that porno <laughs> that you did before you became. It, was good. it was, oh, good. was good. Uh but I would bring that up, and it would spark like, "Oh wow, okay, you really have followed me and stuff like that." And yes. I had, you know, you felt the love yeah, connection. Yeah, I, I did, and yeah. I, I did. All right, the celebrity story that I remember: <laughs> there was this, there was a big popular show with a, an attractive actress, Angie something. Well, I'll get to it. You'll remember this as sooner. The bottom line is, you went to some event like this where this, you know, supermodel actress was super friendly to you. Oh, Andy Harmon. So so much so that you thought she might like you. Oh, no, no. This this is RG, Rebecca Gayhart. Oh, okay. Rebecca Rebecca Gayhart, whoever she is. That's right. The Noxema girl. Yeah, so you (laughs) thought... I mean, you and you told the story. Like, listen, I, I, Brian, I've done a million of these, but she was hanging all over me. She was talking to me. She wouldn't leave me. I, I, I was getting ready to leave. She said, "No, come back." Yeah. So you were, and you know, you age-wise, I guess you were in the same ballpark that that wasn't crazy. So, so you told me that. I'm like, you got to do something. <laughs> I mean, it's highly unlikely, <laughs> but but who knows? And yeah, I had some hair back then. And, yes, you know, I did. I did. So, uh, 
the bottom line is I don't remember much about what, if anything, you did. Probably nothing. But shortly thereafter, you found out she was either engaged or married. Yes, she was. And uh, <laughs> that it, clearly she couldn't have been Could interested. Could not have been interested. Not at all. Well, but maybe she would have been. But she, she was thinking about cheating she was on her fiancé. Right, exactly. But she didn't. She didn't. Uh, yeah, that was a very funny story. You, you got one more that over the famous actor that we would know? Uh, I mean, can we, really, can we give a name that is relevant now? I mean, Michael J. Fox isn't relevant? Uh, not really, okay. no. Relevant now. A famous actor, so famous that anyone knows him or her. The Rock? Oh, okay. Okay, so The Rock is really obscure. You one, look so. a little like The Rock. Thank you, I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, from the neck neck up? I can't see you behind <laughs> the desk. <laughs> okay. uh, so this was uh, he, when he was wrestling, when he just started off wrestling. So he's getting famous as a wrestler, but not as an actor. He just literally started wrestling. So what happened was I got tickets through my WWF uh, sales rep, and I got to invite Adam... Kenny, mm-hmm. my friend Mark, and there was like five or six of us, okay. and we went to a wrestling match, and before that, uh, it wasn't a, a SummerSlam or something, but it was a big... Meet, meet big and greet? Uh, it was a meet and greet beforehand, Okay, and, and so they had some big, you know, the cage, the leather face guy, the mask guy, and everything, and... Big shot wrestlers. Right. And then all of a sudden, there's this guy walking around, and no one's paying attention to him. And he's the rock... Well, at the point, at the time, we I didn't know, know that. But he was a, Rocky something. At I know, the time. but he's a giant. Like, yeah, how do you? I, I understand. But so you paid attention because no, you no, pulled, no, we all snubbed him. Oh, you we snubbed, the, snubbed you him. You pulled the Tom Todd Hundley again. <laughs> we even worse than that. Like we were just paying attention to the real wrestlers, and we didn't know. It. And then try- it turns out that he now is the one becoming the Rock. So let me see if I can summarize this. Your story. That I asked you, give me a good celebrity story, was The Rock was in a room with me. We ignored him. We never had any interaction with him. Is that the story? <laughs> I guess that is. But okay, I, I just mean, that's, that's a name. I mean. All right. Last celebrity. Last. You think I'd be able to rock some names by now? <laughs> last perk story was in The Village. Do you remember we went to The Village for uh, a model shoot? Oh, yes. Yes. Tell that story, sir. <laughs> so I, I don't know who it was for, but it was a print magazine probably, maybe like a Vogue or something. And I'd I'd only been dealing with TV, so mm-hmm. I somehow I think one of the people in my office had given me the passes to it, mm-hmm. and it was uh, for Ford modeling, Ford Elite modeling, and so we're going to this uh, nightclub kind of setting and uh, warehouse kind of thing, and we're there and there's a whole model show going on, and we're just by this small like this area and there's a door that keeps opening, closing, opening, closing. And we're just standing there, and we're seeing these people. We're also hungry, and we expect yes. the oh, food yes. to be at the event. Oh, that's right. That's Especially me. Right. <laughs> so there was no food being served, right? You well, know, like, usually they bring hors d'oeuvres or something like this? that. Yeah, of course, and I'm trying to impress my, you know, my big brother, this and that, <laughs> and all these things. And so we're not seeing any food, this and yep. that. And then all of a sudden, the door keeps opening and closing, people coming in and out. And all of a sudden, I, I turn to you, and you're gone. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like a minute or two later, like the door opens up again, Eric. So I come in. You so, like you wave me in. So so I turn around. I just see the door, and I'm you going. I'm going. Door. I'm looking for go, food. You're looking for food or something. And, and so also I, we, we I, I come in, and also now we're by all these beautiful models. There's like 50 models. It, it was hanging the, out. It was the and, private lounge for the models. Right. That's what it was. It was the VIP area. And me and you. And me and you. And <laughs> we're looking around. We're like we're standing in the corner, like two teenagers at like a prom or something. I was I was, was married, so I wasn't that impressed. But you were. Very I was. Impressed. Okay. okay. Yes, I certainly was. Okay. I'll take the hit on that one. Uh, and then we're hanging out there, hanging out, and all of a sudden, coming through is Jerry Seinfeld. Just comes in the room. And by the way, these were young models. Remember? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These I, were not 25-year-old models. These, they were like 17, 18-year-old. Right. And at the time, I think it was maybe like 23, 24. And Jerry Seinfeld's Jerry Seinfeld yeah. at the time, and he's 40 years old, Yeah. and he's coming prowling. He's prowling in and 
how is this guy not getting caught up in this whole Me Too thing? I yeah. mean, I, I, yeah, you know, to this day. All I wanted was the food. And unfortunately, <laughs> I learned that day that when you're in a model lounge, the food is like salad yes. and like kale or whatever <laughs> we, the kale. We were starving. We were night. hungry. So we, we, by the way, I don't think we stayed in the room. There's a hundred women there. Yes. We're like, we're getting out of we're here. Getting, there was no food or anything. <laughs> we're out of here. I think we were there maybe like 15, 20 minutes. To yeah. Be honest yeah. With you. yeah we, we didn't, we didn't stay long because we were we about the food. Yeah. We had right. a priority. Plus, I don't think we wanted to, you know, embarrass and kicked out like, hey, get out of here. And, no, well, well, we didn't but it care. But it really was about the food at that point. I remember that. Yes. We, it really we, was. We, we, uh, yeah. Those are the good yeah, times. So, so in, unfortunately, your current job, you know, the round is out. You're still doing the same stuff. You're at a higher level, of, but your new company's policy is basically <laughs> not to take perks. So right. um, uh, the fortunate thing is your salary has increased over the years, so that's Correct, good. Yes. But, you know, these the stories are fewer and far between. Yeah. But, you know, you're married with kids. You know, you don't need to be hanging out with right. 7 exactly, yeah. models anymore. So Although I did have a very good perk this, this past winter. Uh, through. Oh, no, can, I, can you hold on a second? Sure. I just want to. We're getting a call from one of our listeners. Hold on. He, yes, he, you're on the air. Go ahead. Uh, yes, hold on one second. I'll turn my radio down. Thank you. Now we can possibly um, hear you. Sorry about that. Uh, yes, I, I can't believe I made it in here. It's tough. It's tough. Um, well, do, I'm sorry. Do you have a question for our guest, Eric? I do. Um, I wanted to ask your caller you you are the the caller what the hell has he got to be so angry about (laughs) he's got two wonderful children a hot latina wife and a thick head of hair (laughs) he should be happy as hell and also i do just one one of just one more my second part of the question is he claims he's from the Bronx, but really, I believe his formative years were in Westchester, so he really should own it. Oh. Wow, wow. And then lastly, and lastly, damn, he's good looking, just like his cousin Dave. <laughs> can, can you please leave your number? And <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, well, thank you, caller. Let me, let me see if Eric wants to respond. Um, about the anger, about the anger. Well, about I, think, the, I think all your listeners would want to hear about the anger. What I mean, we got into that actually a little bit, Eric. Yeah, you know, did, you did. were very angry, and this listener's right. What, what were you so angry about? I, I think I felt slight, slighted, you know, through by my years. By, I, by the world? By people, by people. People just, people just, you know, pushing me aside or not giving me my due, you know, due diligence and you you know, do, credit. do credit and stuff like that. I, I think that really, you know. He's getting angry again right you know, now. Like, you I'm crossing my arms now. I'm crossing my arms and everything. He's getting angry. I'm crossing so, my arms. Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, I don't want to stop trouble. I'll go, but just, oh, please, I'd love to hear the Bobby Cindy story. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Bobby Cindy story? <laughs> so, me and cousin Dave, uh, would go out wherever we would go out, and if we're not near each other or we're meeting up somewhere, we would say Bobby, and he, the other person, would say Cindy from the Brady Bunch episode of Down in the Grand Canyon, and we still do that to this day. That that's your inside <laughs> that's, joke. That's the Bobby Cindy story. You know. Yeah, I know. Thank God I can edit my phone podcast. <laughs> my God, my God. I didn't bring up the topic. <laughs> so it's funny. Um, speaking of cousin Dave, you know, you guys superficially look a little alike right now in this stage of your life. You both have goatees. Sure. You both uh, are bald. You know, you're both robust, you know, big guys in a great way. But Dave, <laughs> Dave being the insult comic that Alfie opened my eyes that yes, he is. he did to me as well. Yeah, he makes fun of your yes, looks. Very much so. And it's the funniest thing because, you know, he's making serious jokes, yes. but he, <laughs> he looks like you. 
He's just making fun of himself. He looks funny. He, th he thinks he's a better version of you. Right. But the ironic thing is, he never... I, uh, this is the funny thing with Dave. I believe that he has funhouse mirrors in his house. <laughs> because I think when he looks in the mirror... Skinny mirrors. Skinny mirrors. <laughs> different, like, model mirror. He, he looks in the mirror. First, he looks at his face. He, and he's seeing Brad Pitt. And he looks at his arms. And he's seeing these big arms. And they are big. But they're not but big they're, in a good way. They're not defined. He... he and I've seen him do this. So, I mean, I, we, we travel together, yeah. right? We all travel. Yes. He is in his... He's got his own thing over But I there. think he does that so it makes him look better or him feel better about himself. You think knocking people down yes. like you... Correct. That's why you're angry. I mean, why else would someone do that? I mean, Who does that? It, exactly. That's and, and actually, you know what? It might have all started with Cousin Dave being angry Eric. You think he created he angry Eric? I think he's the one... That's anyway, you're getting angry. So I, just say calm. Okay, have a sip. Have a sip. You're, you're nursing it. Um, but um, yeah, so I have a que I have a question that one of the listeners oh, requested. Yeah, I was, I, I'm sorry, I was going to go back to the perks for the, my. my uh, you have another good perk. New Year's. Oh, I'm sorry. That I got. I was. Just, I just went live, went back to living my life. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, you have a New it Year's perk. For, Recent, a more recent thing. Yeah, at the company so, I'm at. Which is okay. Which is okay because it was the client got gave it. me the perk. Got it. So I negotiated a big deal. With uh, ESPN for the Citrus Bowl, where VRBO, my client, is the entitlement sponsor of you're throwing the Citrus a lot, Bowl. You're throwing on a lot of like industry the terms Citrus there. Citrus Bowl is a big football v -O -B -O -V, bowl game. Citrus. That's the client's name. Oranges. I, I don't know what you're talking. There, there's a there's a football game, and your client needs you to do what? So <laughs> I negotiated negotiated the deal. They offered to fly me and a guest down okay. there uh, for the week. This is over Christmas break and into New Year's. Okay. And with that, uh, they also allowed, you know, invited my kids to come down. Okay. So with that, they paid for hotel and airfare okay. uh, for me and Marlene and the hotel. And then I used my miles. Is this a funny story or is this no, a bragging a, a story? Great, a bragging story. Oh, I see. It's not a humble brag. This is a flat oh, out brag. Bride time is, you bride. think, is a, a bragging podcast. I, I think so. Let's get it out there. And so... <laughs> We go down, and they put up the bill for everything. Uh, we get to go on the field at the stadium, Penn State versus Kentucky. We're outside That's the— a good game. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, great matchup. And we're outside the tunnel. As they're running into it? As they're running in. Wow. And me and Andrew are both putting our hands out, and Andrew got like six slaps of high fives, and okay. I got three. Did you have Purell with you? I, I did my not. My family would did not Purell well. at that point. Yes. Uh, but but the, a the, great experience. Like you're in the middle of it. We're in the middle of it. That's unbelievable. Cool. It was like, and the fact that we were able to do it was because the client was the one giving it to us. That's great. So, yeah, that's, that's great. one of my top five. That is I'd a good say. one. Yeah. So, Sorry, again, uh, getting back to yeah. a, a listener requested, um, we're taping this as at a time when the Neverland documentary about Michael Jackson abusing yeah. boys came, came out. And it's, it's is that they, true? Did you watch the, the documentary? <laughs> no, I have not yet. Oh boy, <laughs> I know yeah. it's out, but <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to believe otherwise after watching these two adults yeah. uh, recount these stories. But the point is, the listener recounted the fact that you might have been the biggest Michael Jackson fan of I all was. time. You had the glove. Did, you I? did the dance moves. You were a big dancer back then. Yes, I was. So they want to know your take on how do you feel about all these new revelations? Uh, how do you I, feel about Michael? I mean, I feel sad. I feel sad. I. But I also, the world that he was in, he was such a pop icon, you know, person that it was probably brought on to him, right? He just couldn't handle all the pressure and all the stuff. Back when, and I did this, I was maybe 11, 12, 13 years old. I remember doing it for Bar Mitzvah, Bar, Bar Mitzvah where I brought on the, the gloves. And you did a dance routine? And I did a dance. Yes. I don't say it was a routine, but. You, you were actually a good dancer as a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I so, like to so, so. so you liked him because you, yeah. you kind of emulate his Great moves. Great music. 
So what's I still the, listen to his but, music. But, but the sad part is that... Sad, you're, are you making excuses for him? Like, no, 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 not at all, not at all. Did you see the documentary? I have not seen it yet. Okay, just be careful, because when you do, you're not going to make <laughs> can I, can I have a follow-up? <laughs> well, I mean, I could just tell you about the documentary real briefly. because I just it was, heard horror stories. Well, I always thought, I believed all the molestation allegations mm-hmm. again when they happened in the 90s and the 2000s. And I agree but, with you on that. But, but I believed at the time, because I didn't. there were very little facts out there, that he was probably fondling... Mm-hmm. You know, a thirteen-year-old, or or taking pictures, or just doing, you know, obviously wrong things, but not terrible. But when you watch the documentary, you hear the kids who were eight, nine years old, talking about what he did. He was doing full-on, the worst Real things you can do. Horrible. The worst. Horrible. I mean, whatever. Now you, being a dad. What, what, whatever yeah. you whatever yeah. you can imagine, he yeah. was doing that with these kids. Yeah. He was a monster. He was an absolute it's monster. It's well, sad for who. Not for Michael. No, for the kids. Okay, I just want to make no, sure. No, yeah, no, I'm I'm sad. It's not sad. Because some people are defending him. and it's, No, no, I think it's sad because this is a pop culture icon that these kids were spending time with. Like, oh, oh I my see. God. You've, yeah. And then it turns out that what was really going on. He was on. abusing yeah. them, yeah. And he did it to probably a lot more than we even know. So, right. so will you still listen to Thriller? I, I still listen to Car in the car. I don't will you watch the video? Uh Do they still show the video? I, I don't know. Do they still have videos anywhere? <laughs> I, don't yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're coming up on, uh, you know, we're past the 52-minute mark. Oh, wow. It goes it fast, goes right? It goes very fast. Everyone says that. Very fast. Uh, but, you know, i like to turn it over to you for a second. No pressure. Is there anything in particular that you wanted to talk about when you thought about being on the podcast? No, I, I was, I told you this before, I was very nervous. I was kind of like, well, I'm well like, I, really I don't know why. About I don't, it. Well, I'll tell you why, because I'm hearing the previous ones, and they were phenomenal. Like You really you, liked them. Yeah, and you just doing it. I'm a binge watcher, and I'm like, and I'm texting you, I'm like, when's the next one dropping? When's it dropping? I'm like. Well, wait, maybe you can explain. What do you, what do people like about these? Like, I'm still amazed by it. It's This is not false modesty. Like, I know I enjoy doing these, mm-hmm. and I enjoy hearing the stories and re- going down memory lane with all my friends and, and family, but people who are not a family are obviously listening to what is so good about our dumb podcast uh, can I you th- put it into words for me it's a matter of because of the four-year age gap especially in the child and and, and uh college years i didn't really know four years story. was a lot back right then. right and hearing the stories <laughs> i want to do the invitation <laughs> which, which story are you talking <laughs> from about? stripes from stripes uh the stories the stories you tell right but hearing those stories... They're good stories. Yeah, I mean, they're awesome stories. Look, you're my big brother. I've always emulated you, looked up to you and everything like that. And then hearing how you... And you've always been the catalyst. You've been the center of things. Like, if you go somewhere and then all of a sudden you leave, like the Tim story where in the room where you guys are getting locked in, and you left, everyone else left. The party like, breaks Yeah, you're the one that does that. You're the one I'm, that I'm kind of oblivious to it, to be honest. Really, but... I mean, you're the one that gathers everyone together and well, stuff like, like that. Well, like, you know, like, especially like, with the trips, which is awesome. Yeah. And stuff like that. Well, we didn't even talk about any of those. Yeah. Uh, but just in trips. general, like, but hearing the stories that they're telling, and it, I'm glad to hear that you're, you're getting out, you know, getting listeners from outside the group because... I even said to one of my friends, I'm like, oh, it's my brother's podcast. He's like, why would I listen to that? And I'm like, I don't know. I, me, I, I'm with him. You know, did, did, to me, did, it's interesting. Did, did you tell anybody who listened who I, didn't I, know I, us? I, I forwarded to the link to Ritholtz and I forwarded I, to this guy and I, I have not heard they, back They won't call you ever again. <laughs> I, I actually have not heard from either one of them since. <laughs> there you go. But uh, hearing those stories, it makes me see you and it's like, I would never see you as a true fighter but, but, or but, someone instigating but, things. But, 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 true you fire. are a real fighter, but yes. the instigator or I whatever you want to call it. I think the word is fake fighter. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, you know, those are just drunken stories. But yeah, some people are enjoying it. It's yeah. kind of crazy. but This is great. So, uh, hey, I always like to give everyone the opportunity to talk about their family for a second. And let me start you off by saying, so you're married to Marlene. How many, how many years have you been married? 11, uh, 12 years. Marlene, I think, is like the sweetest girl in the world, other than my wife and my daughter and my mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but she's just a wonderful girl. She and is. from Peru. Yep. Born. And from Peru, from like Peru, real Peruvian, didn't speak English. Didn't speak English, nothing. And it's just the greatest. Yeah. And then she gave you. I gave mean, me she life. Didn't, she didn't bring you. <laughs> well, she gave you two great kids, yes. Andrew. So uh, what do you think of uh, Merlane? What do you think of? Uh, I, I think I think she's great. I think she's so understanding and she understands what I do. She liked you when you were angry, liked, Eric. She, she did like me. Well, you know, at times she, I'd come home and be like, wait, what's going on? So she put up with uh, angry Eric for a while. Okay. Uh, no, but just a great, I think having her from coming from another culture probably gave me a leg up. <laughs> uh, the, la- la- really Latina, the Latinas put up with the machismo yes, man's like yes, you. Exactly, exactly. But, but by the way, but I turned her American, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about this? Sure, if you no, want no, to. No, you talking I mean, about yeah, it. I mean, so, Molly, back, you know, back when we first were dating and married, I should even say, is like, okay, you know, everything was like, oh, it's she all about so, Eric. It's yeah, she was so doting on you. Right, right. And then also, you're like, you don't have to put up with that. You're in America now. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> she's still doting on me, but not to the degree yeah. that I was so used to. Yes, I told her as an American, <laughs> she's Jewish now. Right. I made her you Jew- don't have to do this. You don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't think that's what changed. I pres- presume it was having two children. Yes, and very much the focus so. might have changed. But, very um, much so, yes. Uh, two great kids, uh, yeah. you know. It, it's great. Uh, you know, I live in the dual world. Uh, you know, my kids are fully you bilingual. Are, you, you're almost bilingual, right? Yeah. You're getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there, Poquito. Oh, it should Fokito, be a lot more. Fokito. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first word you learned. Yes, I, uh, I was hoping for something more. <laughs> that and C. Yeah. So, so what, anything else? That, like, Is there some big topic we missed? I'm trying to think. I think we covered it. Th- I think we covered a lot. And, right. you know, the fact that when you were telling me it was the 52-minute mark, I thought you were going to say it was, like, it was like 35 minutes. I'm like, wait, what? This is like one big fun roller coaster. Yeah. I don't it's know why. Good. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm right. sorry about that. You got that caller. That was a that was a rough caller. Listen, you know what? It's part of your show. I have to put up. Well, with it, you but know, but I don't need my guests to be abused by these these. It's very true. Yeah. I, you know, you do have a stop button, right? I mean, you could. I, I could. Stop you could have hung up on him. I could have hung up. I mean, you know, especially I, when he's. Yeah, you know, yeah, he just you know they're not they're not all. I did feel a little bit of angry air coming. You did. I saw it know? coming in your eyes. So oh, wait, 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 hold on. I'm oh, sorry. Wait, stop. Because speaking of that guy, one story. Okay. So, me and cousin Dave, <laughs> did he ever bring this up? I don't even know if he did. Uh, we did. Uh, we tried our hands at uh, not before online dating. Mm-hmm. It was uh, penny saver dating, and so he put an ad out in the paper and dragged <laughs> me into it. I, this is what I'm telling you. This oh, is the whole thing. Great. I'm gonna make fun and, of so, him. Wait, wait. He put an ad in the paper looking for women. Yes, me and him. What did the ad say? Uh, I honestly couldn't even tell you. Do you have uh, any idea? Could it you was like just like two guys, two guys looking to... White, Jewish, single, 27, yeah, looking I, for... Yeah, I think, hey, okay. looking guys or something like and that. And what happened? And so we went to... It was at, at the... We told me we meet him at Mr. Green Jeans at the Gallery or Mall, something oh, like Green Jeans. this. And so we go there. We're hanging out. We're looking... You know, we're on the escalator. We're coming down. But Dave set up. Dave set it up and everything. And they never showed up. Or, 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 likely. or maybe they did show up and then they saw what we look like, father and son maybe, and this and that. Grandfather so, and grandfather son with Dave, son. yeah. So, yeah, that was, uh, since that's he called great. in, I'll that's, put that out there. That's great, that's great. <laughs> so, um, all right, so I think we covered a lot of good stuff. I think we're good. Um, I want to end it with this. Um, if 
I, I've already asked you, do you have anything you want to add? You're good. So let me just go back to one of my speed questions Ooh, from okay. podcast two or three. Ooh. If you can decide right now what you would want your tombstone to say after you're long and gone, yep. what would that be, Eric? My tombstone. He was a good husband, good father, good brother, good family man. And he tried to live his life the best he could. That's, first of all, I don't know if tombstones can put that much no, word no. on the good uh, brother a part. A mausoleum one, no? The good brother part where you would etch out after. <laughs> I, I like that. I like it. All right, Eric, you have the last word. Is there, just give me something to close on. This was real fun. Thank you. <laughs>